not had to actually speak in a while because I've you know been sick as fuck. But how is mine going? Is it all right? Yeah. Cool. We are back for episode nine, motherfuckers. Yeah, episode nine. I'm smacked. <laughs> Bro, I am too. I'm high as fuck. Good job on that, man. I Great fucking weed. Great smoke. I forgot. We're on TikTok Live, so I have to watch what I say. Oh, okay. As far as the medicinals. <laughs> okay. Um, But, dude, I, I really fucking like that shirt. Well, thank you, man. I got it from a Bass Pro Shop. Okay. I'm, I'm seriously going to have to go get one. Dude, yeah. I mean, you can have it, man. Like, no, no it's, it's all good. It, it, it makes me think of, like, a really, really nice flannel. Like, Dixon's. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I fucking love Dixon's. Well, okay. But aren't those those, like, really nice welding shirts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're typically geared more towards just, like, blue-collar shit. Like, work shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, really nice flannels. That's rigid collar and it's got like the it's got the co- uh the pockets yeah and they're they're snap something right yeah yeah so they so they're button on all of them except for one that was called the viper which was black and pink and that one's probably my favorite one that i have um but it was pearl snap <clears throat> that's what i was talking about pearl yeah snap. it was pearl snap which is really fucking cool um but like i ordered i ordered my first dicks in like as my daughter was being yoinked out of my wife. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding you. Like we were in the OR and I like I was on my phone hitting order. Like as I was handing it to the nurse to like take pictures of me, my wife, and my freshly born daughter. I was I was ordering my first Dixon. Wow. That's commitment to the brand. Yeah, it was the Dragula. Oh. And so like You just ha- like had to have it? Yeah, it was dude, it was a it is a, a really badass flannel. Um, but I grew up like listening to Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. And so like Dragula, but also the monsters. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck yeah. Like I have to. Plus all of them come with these like <clears throat> special tags. Mm-hmm. So like the shirt tag itself has a design and a pattern. Mm-hmm. But that same design and pattern, they like blow up on this like cardboard cutout tag thing and like the really cool thing is they're stickers they're fucking shitty stickers like they don't stick worth a damn and like I don't know anybody that actually uses the fucking stickers we all just keep the tags but I mean it's cool it's a fucking sticker there's a community of dicks that owners that that dude yeah 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 keep the tags yeah, there there is a huge like Dixon community. So like, Dixon blew up on TikTok. As far as I know, they've been around for a while. Like they have some vintage shit, vintage Dixon, mm-hmm. which is cool. But all of their shirts, kind of their gimmick. As soon as they drop them, that's it. They're not making them ever. Like oh, that's like it, it, let's say they have a thousand of each size. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's gone. It's gone. I just oh, so choked on my own saliva. Okay. <laughs> so it's like limited release, one-time release. Dude, you know what we should do? We, we should we should do that with uh. No, that that was the plan. So like with the mm-hmm. genetic shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like having, like, whether it be t-shirts or stickers in the beginning, because mm-hmm. t-shirts are pretty expensive. Um, but like stickers aren't 
you know, like, fuck, we need to get a cricket and program all of the shit and design it and print it out on our fucking table. You know, speaking of a cricket, we have one. (laughs) Oh, seriously? Dude, we just got one, so. Hell yeah. Uh, Perfect. We have a cricket. Yeah, and we have your guy to design Mm -hmm. all of our stuff, which is really fucking cool. And he's really rearing to do it. Yeah, which is awesome. And so, like, I would love to do one for the blueberry. Yes. Like a, a sticker design. And it could just be literally like a clump of blueberries smoking a joint. Maybe. Who knows? Like, Dude, I, that actually sounds really badass. Yeah. And that would go along really well with the Miracle Berry as well. Right, exactly. So we could do these... And the King's Tangerine. Fruity the, They are fruity, though. As like a, a line. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fruit line. Or the fruit drought and like shit like that. We could do merch with that as well. We could do some, eventually. We could yeah. eventually do some shirts with it. Yeah, like to commemorate them. Per- yeah, like like it would be a free shirt or something like that. Like I I would put go out of pocket on it because right. I yeah, want yeah. like people so, who are buying my genetics and your genetics like combined. Like when we get that line out there, dude. I would appreciate shout out from Miami. What's up, Miami? So, just so you guys know, we are also live on TikTok. Oh, wow. Um, and so, I'm just, I just, I'm reading comments, but I got my phone turned, so I don't have to hold it, so I gotta, like, read the shit at a 90 degree fucking angle. Wow, you're really putting some effort in there, man. Yeah, I know, man. I'm, I'm really tweaking my neck. Are you good there? <laughs> yeah. I'm also <laughs> fucking blitzed. Dude, so am I. Um, but for the people on TikTok who may not know, uh, what we are recording is, is the Lion's Den podcast. And we're on Spotify, like Apple Music and um, Amazon Music, I think is what they call it. Um, if you just click the link in the, in the bio on this account, it'll take you to our Spotify. Spotify is what I prefer to use. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the layout of the system. Um, I'm not. I was never a huge fan of like Pandora. I'm a hate on Pandora, <laughs> mostly because they're the only fucking one that rejected us. Everybody else, Google Podcast, this random other podcast website I've never heard about. We're going to get into Pandora. And all of the other majors. Pandora is the only one that said no. No, And I I solely believe I think it's because of cannabis. We're getting in. Oh, 100%. We have to be the first one. We're getting, no. Uh, Yeah. Like, we're getting in. Like, if there's no other, like, cannabis podcasts on Pandora, I don't actually know. I, I saw rejected and I said, go fuck yourself. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's just harsh. Yeah, well, I mean, why does everybody else do it, but you say no? Fuck you. Very true. You know, I met all the requirements. Everything was green checked. If everything's green checked and you're not breaking any rules and laws, exactly. you should be completely okay. Yeah, 100%. But I'm not. So that's fine. Whatever. That's a shame. I mean, they're going to do what they're going to do. We'll I'm, figure it out. I don't need them. That's kind of how I look at it. Exactly. You know, if you're not going to let me do my thing from the beginning, you're not going to let me do it later. If I am, like, if we are able to eventually get there. So I just said, fuck it. Uh, will you do me a favor and pass that phone charger, please? Absolutely. I did not plan on this. Oh, shit. Being on just me. That's all I'm right. so happy that it's a really long phone charger, though. You're That's, good. That is the best part. I'm a little camera shy. No, you were totally fine, man. You absolutely do not have to be on camera if you don't want to be. Nope. Yeah, I'm and that's on, cool. I'm good on that. Yeah, that's totally cool. Um, but yeah, any hoozy. 
Um, so you were telling me about a 15-month stint in rehab that you did. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And how... That was, that was fun. You had to watch, apparently, Deadpool for, <laughs> what was it, a week? Yeah, so <laughs> it makes it sound like they forced us to watch Deadpool in rehab for a week. Um, no, so I went to rehab, right, which was a blessing. It was great, whatever, cool. Um, and then I got out and moved to Oklahoma, mm-hmm. did my thing for a little bit, lived with some family. And then uh, moved into, like, my first real apartment. Because, I mean, I was a kid. I was 17 when I got out. Mm-hmm. And, like, didn't move out until I was 18. Mm-hmm. And so, I um, I mean, it was rough. It was gross. <laughs> it was really gross. But I ended up getting really sick. Kind of out of the blue. And, um, like, to the point where I was not getting out of bed. Because, mm-hmm. like... I would just fall over. I was so, like, nauseous. Um, and the thing, like, dead, the first Deadpool had, like, just came out. My yeah. wife commented and said that she likes my shirt. Thank you. Um, I believe Thank you, you got this for me. I don't know, but I believe you got this for me. Any who's Good job. Um, like, that was in the PlayStation at the time. And I literally could not move to, ch- like get the fucking DVD mm-hmm. out of the PlayStation to like put a game in or wow. anything like that. So like you I anything. No, I was in bed. And it was weird cuz it like it almost felt like withdraw from heroin. Oh, but wow. like if withdraw and flu had a baby. Mm-hmm. Like it it was the worst fucking thing. Speaking of that actually, when I was in a uh for mental health facility mm-hmm. um it was i got sent there uh and uh you know i complied and i went there of my own free will right uh and it was uh i spent nine days there and the first four of them i was throwing up yeah. couldn't, couldn't move was like my body felt like it was uh like racked in pain and uh it, it felt like withdrawal, and, and it wasn't. Oh, we got banned. <laughs> we got banned. Yeah, we got banned. It happens all the time. Probably because I said weed. That's so. That's TikTok for you, man. That's... Like a hundred percent. Wow. TikTok is very, very anti-cannabis. I can't believe that was so quick. Oh, dude, a hundred percent. It happens all the time. Yeah. Anyways, I was racked in pain and like I I could not get on my feet kinda right. like you. Right. I had to crawl to the toilet. Yeah. It was around like down this this mental health place like was such it looked like a prison. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh and you had to crawl to the safe prison toilet. Right, right, right. Uh, it was like <laughs> just solid to, metal toilets. Exactly, yeah. and yeah, it was it was rough. Like, and then I had to crawl back, and they're like, "What the heck are you doing?" I was like, "I can't, I don't know." Right. And, and they were just like, mm. "Yeah." We, they couldn't do anything for me, so they put me in a padded room with a mattress on the ground, and they that was like super cold to shock my system. Yeah. And they just left me there for three more days. Yeah, 
So, like, my thing, like, there wasn't, like, I wasn't going to crawl. Like, I couldn't. Oh. I was I was that nauseous. So, like. Oh, I wasn't going to puke and shit on myself. Like, I was going to get up for that. That was the thing. I couldn't. Oh, no. Yeah, like, I wasn't shitting. I wasn't pissing. I wasn't puking. Like, I was attempting to puke. And every time I did, it you would just. Up. It would just be, like, dry heaving mm-hmm. or, like globs of like mucus yeah like that was about it um and i had literally no other human interaction other than text to people that lived like an entire five hours away yeah you know and it and so in a lot of that time i spent it sleeping mm-hmm. you know i i was not active in moving whatsoever i was out and uh like it got so bad to the point where like like i i text I, you can it's you can ask my mom like i texted her i was like i'm pissing syrup which is really gnarly because i only have one kidney that's not good and yeah when i was born my body just absorbed the other one what fucking water bottle that sucks how is there a way to get another kidney I don't need one. I mean... I mean, yeah, you can function off one kidney, but, like, can't yeah. you get, like, an artificial one or something like that? Probably. If I really needed to, but... Do you want one? No. Okay. I'm fine. You know? So... I was... My body did this, so it's not like it was taken from me or anything like that, because I have a very holistic view on things. Like, I don't... I don't need to lose parts of me mm-hmm. to give to like something not necessarily to give to somebody else like if if okay let's say hypothetically i have two kidneys and my wife or my daughter needs a kidney and like i match with my wife or my daughter like they would absolutely get one you know what i mean like but like i'm not gonna i don't need to cut off part of myself just because it's bad or different you know yeah. Um, kind of like the whole Bob Marley and toe thing that went around. That, like, the reason he died is because he had, like, some toe infection and, like, refused to cut his toe off. Now, if it's that minuscule, I'm probably going to lose a toe. But, like... Yeah, my, my grandma actually just lost a couple of feet of toe. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. She like, had diabetes? Diabetes. Yeah. yeah. It took, diabetes. It, it took the toes out. And yeah. Then I was like, that, that sucks. It, it's shitty to see that. For sure. Yeah, it is a shame. But the, it, with, with stuff like diabetes that y- you contract based off of your eating habits. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's more of like you chose that. Right. Sort of. I think I, it's that's, type 2 that's that way. Type 1 is something you're born no, with. No, type 1 has the insulin thing. That's that's complete, That's a genetic malformity. Yeah. The other one yeah. you ate, type unha- two is, you were unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and I can't really knock anyone that has diabetes because that fucking sucks. Yeah, I don't want diabetes. Fuck no, absolutely not. I'm, but like, kind of. I the love same my time, grandma. You could have <laughs> done something to prevent it. Exactly. She like my it, grandma lost like close to like 150 pounds. Yeah. Like, she's kicking ass. It's crazy. My grandma did not. She she it, like my grand my gra- my grandparents are in their their 80s. So are mine. Yeah, that's the fucking crazy thing. I, that's the crazy thing is, is like two I different people. Yeah, I didn't expect can, her 
to do it because she was talking to me about it because like I told her I was going on a diet I was exercising more you know I was feeling better because of my cannabis and for whatever reason she still won't try it but to each their own she doesn't have to I would like her to it would really help but oh any hoozy my uh... back to the Deadpool thing yes my only interaction with other human beings was watching Deadpool I like and videos on my phone but most of the time Deadpool was just on repeat Damn. Um, because it, it took too much energy to like hold my phone I, I was that ill and so like I just picked up that mannerism and like it got to the point where I was like annoyed with it that I started making fun of it you know how little kids kind of like talk back and like <laughs> yeah me, 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 me. yeah you, know, you clean your fucking room and like I was sitting there and he was like oh my god you know like the the Crocs scene where he's like oh you mean my big blue masturbating shoes I was like you mean big big masturbating shoes like fucking quoting the movie at Ryan Reynolds before Ryan Reynolds was saying shit like like a fucking toddler I was so just god damn it please be different like, Were you looking for like? Did you want or to be? Oh my gosh! Like a glitch? Yeah, I I needed someone to say something other than those exact same fucking words for two and a half hours. Every single day for every a week. single day for literally like a week, maybe two. Holy cow! Yeah, it was the worst because like my sleep schedule was so fucked because I was so sick that I was just asleep all day. That at night, nobody's fucking awake. So, like, what am I going to do? I can only watch so much porn, because that eventually gets boring. Mm-hmm. I can only watch so many YouTube videos, because those eventually get boring. And mm-hmm. then he always reverted back to, fuck it, I'll smoke a little bit more weed, and watch fucking Deadpool again. And so, all, I wasn't... You were in a time loop, bro. Dude, I wasn't eating. I wasn't shitting. I wasn't pissing, I wasn't puking, I was barely drinking. And like what I was drinking was like a sip of like a three day old Mountain Dew from Taco Bell. Cause like my roommate at the time was like hardly ever there. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of cool cause I had the place to myself. But like what wasn't cool, eventually they stopped paying rent. Yeah. And I couldn't pay rent. Yeah. So I never paid rent. Bro, I didn't pay rent in this place for a minute. Like a long time. And they didn't say shit. I just I just oh I just had a deja vu. They didn't like, say anything. I lived there for like six months for free, bro. Good job. Dude, it it was really cool because it was it was owned and like or it was operated by these really hot Russian chicks. Really hot Russian chicks. There were a lot of Russian chicks in in, in Oklahoma. The, you know what? In Branson, too. Like, I've noticed that yeah. as well. Like Ozark has a lot of Russians. Yeah, they're just everywhere. Yeah, man. And I love them. Uh, like, I, <laughs> I worked at O'Reilly's Dog, and there was one corporate account, and I don't remember what it was called, but if I did, it, I could probably... Ah, fuck it. Um... Oh, God. It was something autos. It was a very, very generic, just make you go, hmm, kind of name. And it, it was 
only Russians came in and used it. But it was different ones every time. We never saw the same one for months. And then, like, the same one would come back. And I'd be like, I remember, like, white M3. Because they all drove, like, crazy nice cars. But it was, like, crazy nice cars from 93 to 2010. But, like, the high-end luxury cars of that era. So, like, really nice Jags. Really nice BMWs. Like, to car guys, nice BMWs. Like, normal people are going to look at a 90s M3 and be like, what the fuck is that? But I look at it and I'm like, yo, that's fucking, that's rad as shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Any, any hoozy. Um, and finally, we asked one of them. We were like, yo, what do you guys do out there? And all they said was the most gangster shit I've ever heard. Because we all said it was like human trafficking and like crazy Russian mob shit. This motherfucker goes shipping and receiving and walks out the fucking door. Logically thinking of it, they're importing and exporting exotic cars. Yeah. Loads of people do that. It's totally legal. An illogical 20-something-year-old stoner, as soon as he hits the fucking door, turns to his buddy and goes, it's fucking human trafficking. And, like, that's what we all believed. Because he said it in such a fucking typical, stoic Russian, just shipping and receiving, and hits the door. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? And it was insane, dude. So... That's like one of my favorite fucking stories from that place. That's pretty cool. So that was during your 15 months there? No, fuck no. No, this was after. So like this, so... Oh, this was when you just got that apartment right afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had already been out for like a year, maybe a year and a half, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe honestly just shy of two years because I got out in November. Like, I went in August 18th, mm-hmm. August 11th, I'm sorry, um, 20, 2014, okay. I think, yeah, 2014, I was there for the rest of that, all the way through 15, and then graduated in 16 if I have my timeline right I think if I think that's about right if I I, I'm real hazy (laughs) back then Um, I understand what you mean because like my memory is completely shot and I think it's less that so like it was a really fucked up way that they went about it but it's the way you need to go about it so this is this is how I got taken to rehab, right? I lived with my grandparents. Yeah. I moved out of my grandparents and back in with my parents. And I was... Fifteen? Sixteen? Mm-hmm. Freshman year. Yeah. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, sophomore year. Um, I had... So, I was going to start sophomore year the following Monday. This was like... Friday. Okay. Yeah, Friday, I think. So, since I, my grandparents knew that, like, something was wrong, they didn't know what, but they knew, like, 
something was going on. They didn't know I was fucking banging smack, but they knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And it was very normal my entire life, the, like weekend or day before school, like or maybe week before we would go buy like shoes and school clothes. We went to go buy shoes and school clothes. They were looking at buying a property in Forsyth or like Branson West, that general Southern Missouri area. Cause they already had a um, trailer down there, like a little lake trailer that they hung out at. Yeah. Uh, in a resort down there. It was really cool. Great place to grow mm-hmm. up because we fucking go fishing like every day Which is in the summer. It was the shit. Table Rock Lake is fantastic. Yeah. So this was on Taney Como. So oh, okay. Taney Como is like it barely gets above 50 degrees in the summer in that lake. Sometimes 60 if you're lucky because it comes from the bottom of Table Rock. Table Rock is so big and so deep that that water is fucking cold. And then Taney Como feeds bull shoals. The Bull Shoals and Taney Como Dam is a hydro dam. It makes power for the I town. I never knew that. And so it's fun because when we drive down to go see my grandparents, we can, um, excuse me, see the uh, dam for a minute and see if water's going over, if they're making power. So, um, and like my great grandfather helped build it and mm-hmm. shit. It's pretty cool. Um, but anyways, we went and did all this shopping, like got a bunch of clothes and shit. And then they were like, hey, we're going to go check out this property. I didn't think anything of it because it was normal. We were always going and like, hey, let's go look at this property. Let's go look at that property. Like, got a fucking yada, you know? Yeah. And we pull up and I didn't see the sign. Like there's a literal sign mm-hmm. that says what it is. I didn't see it. I was too fucked up to see the goddamn sign. Oh, no. So, like, we pull in, and I'm like, man, this is a really weird fucking housing development. Oh, no. Because you pull up, and it looks like just an office. And then there's, like, a basketball court, three little, like, one, maybe two-bedroom, one-bath homes, a big-ass shop, a fucking massive quarry huge quarry like you take trucks and go off roading big quarry yeah and then offset way in the back was this old white farmhouse i was like man this is fucking weird i'm like this would be dope though because we could fill the quarry with water turn it into a pond i'm i'm thinking like they're buying this place and then i see these two kids come out and they're in uniforms. They're wearing black polos, gray dickies, and black dress shoes. Shirt tucked in with a with a belt, a black belt. And both of them had buzzed heads. And they were young. They were like my age. And then this short... <laughs> I love this dude to death. Me and this guy still talk. Like, we're really close. Because, like, I'm super thankful that I went. Because, like, if I wouldn't have gone, like, I'd, I would fucking be dead. So, yeah. like, I'm very grateful that I went, but <laughs> if if I send him this, 
this is going to make him laugh a lot. This short, monkey-looking motherfucker comes out, half bald, with his beard. <laughs> and this other short, little motherfucker, bald, beard. The badass I was telling you about with the, with the Bob Marley tattoo. Or the uh, Jimi Hendrix tattoo. Yeah. That guy. They come out. I get out of the car. <laughs> and... Jimi Hendrix dude <laughs> fucking says if you try to run I am going to kick you in the balls and punch you in the throat <laughs> because I'm a giant compared to him I always have been because like at this point I was still like, I mean I was 6'4 six, 6'5 six, like yeah okay so you're 3'350 three, three, I was a big boy like I had to hide my heroin use with like overeating so like nobody would notice how skinny i had got because i went through some stints where i got really skinny and i noticed i'm like they're gonna fucking pick up on this and they're smart enough they're gonna figure it out and so i'm like i have to overcompensate and so i just got fat because that's easy getting fat's fucking easy i live with old people dog like yeah they cooked but sometimes like, no, they cooked like we ate like good uh, no, 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 food. I'm sorry, no, no, no. But, like, that wasn't a, a you thing. That no, was, I know. I'm talking about. Sorry. But like, and and so, but they weren't like nutritionists. You know, they don't know what I need to not be fat. They just know like, yo, that's easy, and he'll eat it. Well, eventually, it turned into like, that's all we're fucking getting because you're just gonna eat all of them. You know, so I could hide my shit. But anyways. <laughs> He says, he was like, look, you're going to follow them. They're going to take you downstairs and they're going to cut your hair. So now I'm like, oh shit. Like, what the fuck is going on? And I look at my grandparents and I'm like, nah, dude, I'm good. I got a haircut yesterday. Because I did. And he was like, eh, I don't like it. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) And he was like, you remember what I said if you try to run? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm not a bitch, so don't backtalk me and follow him downstairs. And I was like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and so I, I follow these kids downstairs, man, and we're talking. And nobody's really saying much, though. Like, I keep asking, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this place? Like, where am I? Because, like, this is not fucking real. And they were like, you don't know? I'm like, dude, I have no fucking idea. And they're like, we know a lot about you, though. And I'm like, what? And they're like, dude, we've been hearing about you for like two weeks. I was the only kid that they had at that point ever taken from the same state. Like everyone else there was from another state. That way, in case they did try to run away, they would have no fucking clue where they're at problem is i knew exactly where i was at like i hung out in branson west yeah i actually just recently was working out there yeah i i know because you uh you sent me your location for something and i was like holy shit dog you're literally like at the walmart my rehab was like right there Um, oh wow so you right out there by the kimberly and city and all that yeah 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 no dude like so like we would make drives from Forsyth to branson west to pick Mm -hmm. up chicks to go back because like my chicks only my buddies only knew chicks in Branson West 
And I was like, fuck it, whatever. Females are females. Like, let's go. Um, and so, like, I knew exactly where I was. I knew people who lived walking distance. I ran by and saw my friends on their school bus. Like, mm-hmm. if I wanted to leave, I was gone. And, and I never did. Hmm. But anyway, so they shaved my fucking head. They're like, yo, go take a shower. Rinse the hair off your neck. You'll be good to go. So I take my clothes off. I go take a shower. And mind you, there's no curtains. It's just stalls. You know? Because, like... I'm used to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But, um... So I take a shower and I come back out and my clothes are gone. My shoes are gone. Everything's gone. I'm like, man, what the fuck? There's there's a jumpsuit, essentially. A red sweatshirt and a red set of, like, sweatpants. Like, maroon. That say intake in big white letters down the side. Across the back. Like, everywhere. Says intake. So you gotta wear these intake clothes for, like, two months. That's making sure you're not gonna be a flight risk. You know, they that way they have something they can give you and something they can take away as punishment because eventually you get into phase one phase one you get your uniform now logically thinking that it's not brainwashing children because in reality it is but it isn't um because the the staff there really does give a shit um Hmm. but they were just waiting for your uniform to get made because like it it was an embroidered polo like with your name on it their logo on it like they would get you rec shirts that were like t-shirts I wish I still had some of mine um that had their logo on it and like your name across the back sweatpants with your name on it um basketball shorts and shit so like they're just getting your shit made is is why they make you wait but they will also revert you back to intake like as a punishment but in phase one, you get phone calls, so you get to call your... Or no, I'm sorry, you get to write letters. Um, and shit like that. And then phase two happens two months later, or three months later. Um, and that's a blue bracelet. Phase one is black. You get, like, black rubber bracelets with, like, uh, their name embroidered on it. I used to have all of mine still, but uh, I went back to see everybody and like gave it back to them so they could reuse them type yeah. shit because I was like, I don't fucking need these, dog. I, yeah. I have five of these. I don't fucking need them. Um, but I ended up, like, we would break them all the fucking time because they're just rubber bracelets mm-hmm. and we're wearing them 24-7 because mm-hmm. we have to. Yeah. Part of uniform is your, your fucking phase bracelet. But anyways, phase two was blue. And phase two, what did you get in phase two? Man, I just told somebody about this. It's really crazy, like, looking back on it and not remembering it. Because, like, we would joke about how, like, when we wake up and, like, when we graduate, we just wake up in a hospital with, like, shit attached to our heads and stuff. And, like, none of it's been real, which is kind of crazy about the whole DMT thing going on in Europe. Because, like, that's essentially what that is because they're getting drip fed for six fucking hours. Dude, that's a DMT. lot of DMD. Uh, yeah. So, like, they're absolutely living 
multiple fucking lives inside of this because at no point at drip fed DMT, regardless of the fucking amount of time, are you going to have an ego? You're going to be nothing but what the DMT shows, you know? And so they are absolutely going to wake up and be like, oh my, what the fuck? And just like have no fucking clue where they're at. You know what I mean? Because they're not going to fucking know any of this anymore. This ain't going to be real for them. No. They're and not th- going to. This is not real, really. It is essentially the... you, like me, one of us, somebody anywhere right now just being like. And like. Everything goes away. Yeah. Well, that's my biggest fear is like when, when these yeah. eyes shut, all yeah. this fades to black. Yeah. Like none of it exists because like, he, like for them here, like let's say. This is the real, true reality. This is what we are observing right now, making this real, mm-hmm. right? That DMT is going to be this for them, but in here, it's going to be just a, you know, because it's, it's six hours. Fucking one breakthrough dose. I've lived an entire lifetime. Yeah, doing, I've, I've never broken through. So Doing I... shit like this. Yeah. Having conversations with people. I have memories of a life that supposedly never happened. Like yeah. like wife, kids, friends, family, like day to day conversations. Yeah. Like taking shits. Yeah. And stuff like that. And the crazy thing is, from a logic point of view, mm-hmm. none of it really happened. Well, yeah. Because you know, so I was I was on drugs. That's that's where you, yeah. I have to draw a line. Your oh, drug absolutely. experiences are real experiences. Yeah. When it's when it's things like that. Because a lot of times like I've been on meth and seen like people coming through my walls and shit like that. That shit's real. In a reality, yes. Not in ours right now. Exactly. We um, don't observe that normally. But, like, you look at, like, Japanese ma- uh, manga and anime, they yeah. have the yokai, and they have, like, these specific apartments and other places around yeah. in, in Tokyo where that happens. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, if you go to Japan, which I've actually been. I want to go to Japan uh, so bad. They actually have sacred grounds yeah. where they believe spirits literally just go there to live. You can, you can buy an apartment in Tokyo, or, I'm sorry, in Japan for, like, 20 bucks. They're just hunted. Oh, and yeah. people don't want to live in them. So they're just dirt cheap. Yeah, that, that, that you get to be a local, and it's, those are hard to find. And I don't, from what I was... Like, where I was at, I didn't yeah. see any of those. Yeah. But... Like, they are nowhere... I also can't read Japanese, so right. I can't... I saw I, a Vice I, thing about it. I was on base, man. I wasn't, right. I wasn't really going around, like, you observing the shit. local... At, well, I was going in, around yeah. town, but, like, not, you know, see observing the... At, like, oh, look. Right. You were, to me, it looks like a bunch of letters, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. really nice. I have like, no it looks fucking pretty, clue but I have no to clue. read I can't. It's, I, I don't know how. I don't know how they do it. They're, to me... Though the the Asian brain is majestic because because they the, their calligraphy is just so intense to me. Yeah, dude, like, I it, love it. Is like specifically like I really like the Japanese art style, like old Japanese art style, mm-hmm. like OG watercolor type shit. 
Like some uh, Five Rings type stuff, like the hand-painted scrolls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and like a lot of they're just paintings in general. Dude, um, the ones, I just think the ones really on the fans funny. that they do? Yeah. It's bananas. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the fuck were we talking about? How did Bro. we get on Japan, man? I, I was know. talking about my time in rehab. And then we got to Japan. Yeah. So anyway, I guess reverting back to that now that we're talking about that. Phase two, um, you got phone call. Yeah. So once a week you could call your, your parents. For me, it was my grandparents. Oh, they were my guardians. Crazy. I didn't want to fucking talk to them. I wouldn't either. Because I, I finally found out. So like nobody told me, like everybody told me I was just scared straight. You know, because they had never taken a kid that lived that close. They didn't know I was actively hanging out in Branson West, but like I lived in Springfield mm-hmm. and I I lived in Forsyth and I'd spent a really good bit of time in Branson. Yeah. That's 30 minutes away. That's a hitchhike. Yeah. You know, that's nothing. And so everybody was fucking telling me, oh, dude, you're going to be out by the morning. There's no way you're going to be here for the whole time. And I'm like, well, how long is a whole time? And they're like, 15 months. I, fu- I, I fucking started crying. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm Dude, like, you, 15 months? You, I was like, at the time, I was like, you have to be fucking joking me. Because like, to a 15, 16-year-old kid, that's forever. Bro, that's a long... T- Dude, if you told me 15 months, I'd be like, I... But at the same time, No. Well, like, I can't, because... I, I can't... I, I don't look at the future in the same way, like, I don't plan. Does, they I sign do, over power of attorney. <gasps> so, like... What? That's... For, well, it's for medical reasons, because okay. you are living there, and, like, we've had to take kids to the hospital who, like, fall playing soccer. Like, we had one... This kid was the best. He was a... He was fucking annoying. But he was a chubby Korean kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fell playing soccer and like sliced his knee. Oh wow! Uh, real bad, like got stitches and like they just called the doctor and he came and stitched him up there. Oh, nice. But if need be, like one kid broke his collarbone and yeah, he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> he was he was a piece of shit. I fucking hated that kid. And apparently he's like totally turned around, which is great. Um, but anyways, so like. Yeah, they had to have the right to be able to waiver the giving of medicine because we were all minors. Yeah. Because it was only 11 to 17. Because by 18... You like, can leave. Yeah, we had kids that would turn 18 in there, and they would dip out. They'd be like, I'm done. Deuces. Call my parents. And sometimes the parents are like, no. Either you fucking finish this or you're not coming home. And I know a few of the kids that have died since I've been in and like I didn't get to know them like very well because they were leaving like as I was coming in and so I only saw them for like two or three days Mm -hmm. Um, but like two of them died one of them came back to be a um, what did we call it oh shit (laughs) a um... anyways they came back to be like it was like not a, a student, but not somebody that was really in like charge. Like an aide? Kind of, essentially. You know, they came back and they would get paid a little bit of money, maybe. 
mm-hmm. but it was like they left the program or like graduated the program and like kind of fucked up and like continuously fucked up so their parents would like call them back and be like yo we don't want to put him back through the program but can he come back and help and still have that structure and that leadership type shit you know because mm-hmm. like the program works man I, I have to admit it works like it helped the fuck out of me you know and I've seen it help the fuck out of a lot of other kids so I mean it works whatever yeah anyways um this kid so sometimes there were damn near full grown adults you know 17 year old kids living with potentially an 11 year old oh okay nothing weird ever happened okay good. ever yeah oh, thank like God. one time we we caught wind of it as students and like you just yeah no we we kicked the shit out of this kid um but it was all like brothers because we we lived in the same rooms like we didn't have doors there was no privacy in this place ever yeah. like the most privacy you could get is you could close your closet door but it was the width of the door for a hallway and it was just two sides your shit someone else's shit unless you lived in the big room which had like 15 bunks in it but that's where we had like a pool table a ping pong table like the activities closet where we had like oh, so they didn't really have any privacy either because no you guys were all in there and none of stuff. us had privacy bro at night when the lights were off and the staff went home we ran that bitch those of us who didn't want to sleep now there ain't really anything to fucking run but sometimes we would just stay up late and walk into other people's rooms they had staff living quarters downstairs with a locked door. It was like a separate apartment. It had a kitchen, a shower, or like washer dryer, shit like that. And that's where like some of those kids who come back would stay like with another staff member that was like a newer staff member. So that's kind of how they would like test them. They're like, yo, we're going to put them down there. That's where they're going to stay. If anything were to go wrong at night and one of the guys needed us, you know, they could just knock on the door. We hardly ever did because we always felt like we were going to get in trouble for it. Because, like, who who the fuck wants to get woken up at 2 in the morning for some bullshit that some teenagers are bitching about? Because some of us were, like, some of them in there were fucking prissy, dog. Like, if you touch their soap by accident. Like, this one kid, we were walking back. So, like, they would call, like, in the morning. They would turn all the lights on. And they'd be all like, room one, get up. And, like, brush your teeth. And so we would get up. Everybody would like wake up in the morning and we would go and we would brush our teeth. Sounds we would familiar. go back. We would start getting dressed and they'd be like room two, room three, room four, big room. Or they would start with big room, start with room two. They would like go down. So everybody got to go first because by the time, like I hated living in the, in like the big room. I never had to like, I slept in the big room for a month and then they immediately moved me out. I kind of got to do whatever the fuck I wanted because mm-hmm. like at a certain point, they saw enough change and I had shown enough trust that like they knew I'm not fucking going anywhere. I don't give a shit. Yeah. What, the fuck, just... what am I going to do? I'm going to go back and get into the exact same bullshit. So like, why? You know, like exactly. if I want to prove people wrong. I have to follow through with this and prove to them that fuck you. I can get clean. Yeah. And mostly prove that to myself. And so <laughs> I eventually just ran the bitch and <laughs> got to do whatever I wanted so I would kind of manipulate the system a little bit in my favor sometimes 
Um, and sometimes I would just have fun with it. Like, um, I, I think he's dead now. I really hope he isn't, but I think the last thing I heard was that he passed away. We had the staff member who was the coolest fucking dude on the face of the planet. And he had the greatest goddamn name. His legal name that his parents gave him was Skipper Moon. And he was a bad motherfucker. His hands were like balled up on the top. Holy cow. He was crazy, man. He would tell me stories and I don't believe him at all. But he was like, yeah, dude, I was so fucking crazy when I was in my shit. I'd down a fucking whole script of Vicodin and a a fucking fifth of vodka waking up in the morning. And like, but he was so crazy that like, you almost believed him. Because you were like, dude, he's not fucking human. We, he, we would call him a bulldog. Because he was only like five foot two. But he was like a stocky as shit five foot two old man. Like, my first day there, dude, I'm sitting my like first full day. You know, I woke up, breakfast, that type shit. We would do school. I'm sitting at my laptop doing school. <laughs> this old as shit tiny little dude walks next to me and trips and eats shit and I'm talking trips and fucking face plants hard oh. so I jump up and I'm like yo holy fuck are you okay man hey. and I'm like going to help him up and he's laughing everyone else is laughing at me and he's like man don't touch me and I'm like dude you just and he like just jumps up and he's like hey man I'm Skip and like he was always like he was like a bulldog on crack bro it was crazy he was a fucking freak of nature. His hands were all fucking weird, but like he would walk around and like shadow box shit and like just punch stuff. <laughs> and the dude was like 50 something. Like he was just a freak of fucking nature. But I loved the guy to death because he was so just off the fucking wall that like he was my people. Because <laughs> he was such a crackhead in a beautiful way. And he was, he was from. Where the fuck... I don't remember where he was from. But um, he, he, would, he was so forgetful. So like at night, staff would walk around as we're going to sleep for like 30 minutes after lights out. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure we're not fucking around. You know, everybody's asleep. And a lot of them would walk around with flashlights and like, your ass. Um, which really prevented a lot of sleeping. But Skip was the worst at like checking the doors on the closets and shit. So they were... <laughs> They were built relatively well, sort of, um, for being built by, like, volunteers. But it fucking had just enough room in where they cut the deadbolt hole in the door jam too wide. So, like, you would open it and it would just, like, when you would rattle it and he would check it. And, I mean, there's five rooms, four closets per room. The big room has three doors. And so, like, he's just walking around just... And he would do it, like, rounds every time. He would stop in the big room and, like, bullshit. He would stop in some other rooms and, like, bullshit with some of the kids. A lot of the staff members knew, like, we're teenagers. We're not fucking going to bed at bedtime. You know, we're going to sit up. We're going to bullshit. You know, that's what we fucking do. We came up with a lot of really stupid songs. Like, we had like covers this one kid did like made up these covers of like Michael Jackson songs so like Billy Jean was creamy jeans uh he made up a song that that was originally I love fat bitches and then the staff got mad at him so he changed it to fat fishes 
But they also got mad at him for that. And he was like, what? I'm just saying fishes. And they're like, nah, you know what you're, you're trying to do. And he's like, I'm not really saying anything bad, though. And so they really couldn't get him in much trouble because, like, they knew they really didn't have much. Um, he had another one that was like, join just, the AIDS brigade. It's just profanity. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, I mean, it's 17 to 11-year-old dudes living together. It, like, very. it's not going to be any decent conversations happening, typically. And we're all addicts or something, you know. And so, I, at one point... Towards the end of my program. So phase three is kind of where the staff start trusting you a little bit more. Uh-huh. Phase three's color is green. And you get to bring an instrument. That's when I learned how to play guitar. And then phase four, you get a red bracelet. And you can wear street clothes and start growing your hair out. So like when we go to church, go off campus for anything, really, you can go put on your street clothes. So you look like a normal person. They're slowly implementing you back into regular society letting you grow your hair out we're all dudes dudes are normally with short hair you know so by the time we graduated i had hair like yours Mm -hmm. and and then after phase with phase three you could start writing letters to friends that were like approved by your parents my grandparents didn't approve any of my friends because they knew all of them were as fucked up as i am (laughs) and so i got to talk to my parents instead which also, at the time, really didn't want to do too much. But, whatever. It was nice to be able to talk to somebody else. Uh, phase 4, you got access to, like, Phase 4, Phase 5 room, which had, like, video games and shit. Like, NBA, like, 2K and, like, UFC 3 or something like that. Um, like, shit like that. Like, nothing yeah. like Call of Duty or anything. Too violent. Oh, so it's one of those places. Oh, it's it's Christian. It's like, uh, it's assemblies of God. Yeah. Oh so like gosh. we were going, yeah, 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 it was. So I have a question. Is that why you're a little bit against monotheism? No, it just doesn't make sense to me. But yeah. I'll get to that after I finish this tangent. Otherwise I'm going to forget. Um, phase five, you got everything else, but you could start growing a beard because we had to shave. Okay. Phase five's bracelet color was yellow or gold, you know, um, Phase five is basically when most of those students are fairly trusted because you're on your last month there. Like, you really going to fuck it up then? Probably (laughs) not, you know? But I was getting to do shit, like, at phase three that, like, phase five should be able to do. Not, like, street clothes or grow my hair out, but I was able to get away with, like, a little bit longer. We did haircuts about once a month, maybe every two weeks, but it was a number two guard, just buzz. That's it, everybody. Minus phase four, phase five. And they would come up and how they would check you is they would run your, their fingers on your, head, on your head. And if your hair came above their fingers, it was too long. Well, I would get away with some fairly decent long hair. Like nothing like this, obviously. <laughs> nothing like what I have. But like... The I active would, rebellion. <laughs> I would be able to get it that in the shower, it would cover all of my fingers. Like each finger would be covered by like this little clump in between my fingers. And then the next one would be covered. Like, that was the longest I could ever get it. And it was the only little act of rebellion we, we could really do without getting in too much trouble. And they eventually quit caring. Well, I figured out if I, if I shaved just right, I could have really long, like, sideburns. Oh, my God. So I would have sideburns, like, 
to my cheekbone, like right to here, dog. And like, they wouldn't say anything and I would keep it kind of trimmed close to everything else. Like my buddy in there was a really good, like barber. That's what he wanted to do. He actually cut his own hair outside of the program and like cut all of his friends hair. He was actually pretty fucking decent, but he would do like, he would give us fades and shit. So we didn't all look like fucking morons. So like he would do like a zero to two fade. So the top would be a two, the bottom would be zero and faded it up. And so I actually had that as a haircut for a very long time up and just because I wanted to, even through like phase four, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, cool. I like the buzz. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, so I, what I would do to fuck with him, the fucking door shit, I would go through at night if there was another staff member or Saturdays were work hall. And mm-hmm. so they would typically like for a long time, I was the downstairs guy. So like I was the leader downstairs. I was the downstairs leader. And, like, I would divvy out the chores. And I'd be like, all right, you're cleaning the toilets. You're cleaning the shower. You're cleaning the floors. You're cleaning the, like, rooms one, two, and three. Me and you are going to clean four and five. And organize the big closet. You know, so we would reorganize everybody's shit in the big closet. Make it look all nice and shit. But, like, half the time on Saturdays, we spent just fucking off downstairs. (laughs) So, like, we would cover the floors in soap and water. And, like, our boots would slippery as fuck. Because it was, like real tile and so it was just slicker and shit and so we would play like slide tag on Saturdays but I would go through at night and I would unlock the doors behind Skip so he would go up to check it and be open and it would just fuck with him and I would do this for hours like I inadvertently basically gaslit this man by unlocking doors (laughs) because he would be like I I just checked it. Like, what the hell, man? And it would, it took him a, a long time to finally pick up that it was somebody unlocking the doors behind him. And then finally he realized it, and it was just fucking hilarious. Damn. But yeah, sorry for the really long tangent. No, you're good, I mean, bro. It's, and it's, like I was saying before I even got on this tangent, it's so weird to look back on that and not really remember it. You know, like, I remember the stories, I remember the things, but I can't see it in my head mm-hmm. like I can other memories. And so I think a lot of it, because it was such a traumatizing event, because, I mean, like, my grandparents, like, I didn't say shit to them when they told me bye, because they didn't really tell me bye. They just said... Yeah, like, they shaved my head, brought me upstairs to say bye, and I just stood there, like, looking at them, because I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was in shock. I was like, what? I still didn't know really what was going on. And, like, my grandpa hugged me, and they, like, left. Like, I was like, what the fuck is happening, dude? And then finally I learned how long it was, and that really sucked. Man, 15 months. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm glad I went. I'm really glad I went. My parents aren't. They're still pissed about it because they didn't know. (laughs) I don't know why, because it happened fucking forever ago. Eight years now. Wow. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, whatever year that would have been. Eight years ago. Roughly. Um, And it's fucking crazy because I'm like, how can you still be pissed about that? You know, like, A, it happened forever ago. (laughs) B, it was a good thing. Yeah. C, I'm back. You know? Like, my mom was more mad that, like, 
I got taken, you know, and they didn't know. But I brought up the point. I was like, look, if you would have known, would you have allowed it to happen? And she was like, absolutely not. I'm like, exactly. Because it needed to happen. Like, it needed to happen the way it went down. You know? And that's how Ah. I look at everything now. Is, like, anything that happens. So, like, fuck, let's take, for instance, me getting sick this week. I have this weird upper respiratory infection, for those of you who are listening. um, Which is probably why I sound quite different. And my voice is a little more raspy. Um, But, like, it happened because it needed to. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can't. I just got to look at shit like that. Otherwise, I'm too pessimistic. I look at everything as a negative, dog. Everything. And so if I look at it in a... The reason this happened is because it was meant to happen. And not a like, oh my God, I'm such a fuck up. I allowed this to happen. Or, oh my God, they're such a fuck up. Or, oh my God, that thing is such a piece of shit. Or whatever. I'm just like, nah, it happened because it was supposed to. You know, and sometimes it takes me a minute to get there. You know, sometimes I do get rather pissed off, especially when I'm working on cars. <laughs> I love working on cars, man. But I just get really mad about working on cars. And something I just remembered. What is it? I owe them a story from last episode. That's right, you do. I do. Do you want to hear it? Because it's a good story. Can we smoke real quick? Yeah, and yeah, then... we can totally smoke another joint. So we're going to take a quick break and smoke a joint, and then I am going to make you pee yourself laughing. All right. Like, pro- hopefully not literally. I won't drink another Dr. Pepper. I have a weak constitution. You might pee before then. Fuck. It's, it is fucking funny. Is it, is it, do I need to empty my bladder for this it story? Is, Okay, so this story, right, I've told you I wanted to be a stand-up comic. That's something I've wanted to try. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the stories I said last episode about my dad, like, all of those are true. Mm-hmm. This following story I'm going to say is true. And they're all pretty funny. I think it would go over well. This story is... Do you know who Burt Kreischer is? Yeah. Have you heard his story, The Machine? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This story is my the machine story oh wow this is the story that like i build my set on so like my set starts out fairly mild kind of like it did last episode and then just slowly progresses from like oh haha that's that's kind of funny to like this story being all like oh what the fuck Mm -hmm. in just the most marvelous of ways because to this day, this person doesn't fucking know this happened. What? Yeah. The person in this story has no fucking clue it happened. And so what I always said was, if stand-up ever worked, and I got some form of fame out of it, because Netflix gives anybody a stand-up special these days. <laughs> you know, like, half of Netflix is stand-up specials, and I don't know any of them. Like, I know a lot of them, but, like, most of them, I don't know their name. And I'm fairly active in up-and-coming stand-up shit, because I fucking love it. A lot of these people I do not know. And so I'm like, I could probably get one of these one day. And this would be the story that, like, would headline that Netflix stand-up special. And that would be how this person finds out about it. 
Then do you want to say it? No, absolutely not. Then don't say it. No. Oh, I thought you said save it. No, it's getting told. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's absolutely getting told immediately, like right after this. So this is the story about how I almost shit on my ex's face. Not sexually. <laughs> so. Oh, I remember this. Okay. So you haven't heard this story. No. Right. Right. This story is 100% true. Okay. Like, hand to Odin, true. My ex, at the time, we lived together in that really shitty apartment. Mm -hmm. And this was in the beginning. So it was a fairly nice apartment. Excuse me, I had to burp there. And we lived with a roommate, a buddy of mine, at the time. She was being a just royal cunt that day for no reason like was just on one that day and fucking everything I did she just screamed at me mm -hmm. like fucking full psycho right and it was the end of the day she went to bed I smoked a joint and I was like man like what could I do to get back at her <laughs> like not in a I want to cause harm to her kind of way but in a like she has to know that that's not fucking okay but she was not one at the time that you so could like a reply yeah exactly but like she was not one at the time that you could have communicated that with to like cause I know everybody's gonna be like uh just have a conversation with her like she was not one where that was possible she was the so kind of person you had to do something specific right it had to be a big thing cause she was the kind of person who every single time you would do that she would flip it and make herself the victim and make you seem like the piece of shit. Like, relative gaslighting. Um, that is gaslighting. There's no relative yeah, about it. it. It's 100%. Yeah, I know. It, it's gaslighting. It's I was, 100%. I gaslit. It's getting gaslit. But anyways. So, I got high. And my thought was, I'm going to go fart in her face while she's asleep. Oh, no. So... And, and now, mind you, my roommate... Oh, no. So this was a one-bedroom apartment. We had the bedroom because we were a couple. And, like, he had the living room. Oh, right? fuck. So I get up... Off, like, he's in the living room. Mm -hmm. I get up off the couch. I go into the bedroom. I get butt-fucking naked. And I touch my asshole to her fucking nose, bro. And I'm like... I, I, this is also the time that I learned if you're like if you're full let me grab this mic if you're full fucking squat like this Doug you cannot pucker your asshole and control your shit you know like you know how you can kind of like squeeze and make yourself not shit yeah yeah you can't do that full squat there is no butthole puckering happening in this stance and this is how I am naked over her while she is sleeping why? Because I was high and I'm an asshole. So, I fucking, I go to push a fart out, right? Because that's harmless. You know, worst case scenario, she gets a little pink eye. Dude, no! Serves you right. You gaslit me. Go fuck yourself. Um, we're cool now, actually. Like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, She's learned a lot of things and, and has changed a lot. Which is great for her 
just as a whole. Any hoozy. I pushed a little too hard. And you know, have you ever had a turd kind of go like, whoop, whoop, you know, where it like comes out for a split second and you like suck it back up in you? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and I had that happen. And so I kind of like, no. I kind of jumped up and I was like, oh shit. And I had to crab walk off the bed. Well, in the be- in the bedroom, it was carpet. And in the like kitchen, hallway, and bathroom, oh it was tile. Yeah. So I am butt naked. And I crab walk off the bed. I hit that carpet full sprint. <laughs> Run into the bathroom because I'm about to shit on the floor. And I hit the tile. And you know like when puppies run around a corner on hard hardwood or tile, they like lose traction and they like stutter step and do that like quick run thing and then just eat shit like that's what i did but like not on my hands and knees like just on my feet like stutter stepped a bunch ate shit smacked my fucking head on the goddamn floorboard (laughs) on the wall and my roommate is like what the fuck and i'm like i almost shit on her face and he's like what the fuck (laughs) and so like i run to the bathroom and i clean myself up and like I put on clothes and somehow she didn't wake up. And Well that's good. Right. And I, <laughs> I'm fucking, I, fucking sorry. I come out and I'm like, We need to talk. And he's like, Oh yeah, we fucking do. <laughs> and so we go out on the front porch and like smoke a cigarette and I, I tell him the story. And he's like, Holy shit. Like, what if you would have just shit on her face? He's like, what would you have done if it would have happened? And I was like, oh, I would have moved out. I was like, I would have blocked her on everything and never spoken to her again. I would have moved out. He was like, are you serious? I was absolutely. Like, I would pack my bags and move the fuck out. And never, ever talk to her again. (laughs) But I didn't. And so that is the marvelous story of how... I almost shit on my ex's face. I'm at a loss for words, bro. I, I told you it's a good story. And, it, and it's 100% true. That's the best part. Like, <laughs> see what I mean? Like, you, you see why I was so, like, this story means something. <laughs> like, it's, it's a fucking banger. Of a story. Because a hundred percent of the time so far, the reaction has been basically yours. Yours or more giggle. Like to fairly decent laugh. People are either like shocked in a like what kind of fucking human being thinks of this? You know, like who would ever think to do that? Or it's just hysterical laughter. But it's a great goddamn story. Bro, my face is frozen. Yeah. Dude, it's it's one of my favorites. For sure. It's a good one. It's a real good one. Holy shit. I, I think I broke Tyler, guys. <laughs> I, I think I I think I broke Tyler. 
I'm a little broken right yeah. now. <laughs> what a wonderful spot to leave this off with. I'm just going to leave all of you hanging with, with just those, those images and thoughts in your brain. Thanks for stopping by for episode nine. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.